you are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily Ohio State Buckeyes podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to the Locked On Buckeyes podcast. Matt Hayes, Brandon Beam. It's Thursday, November 15th. Yeah. And Beam, we got a very special guest sure in do. the house today. If you know anything about Buckeye football, I'm sure you spend a ton of time on the website 11 Warriors. Of course, man. Great website. Everything you need for Buckeye football, Buckeye hoops, Buckeye everything, really. And we're honored to bring on the founder of 11 Warriors and First Ohio Battery. If you're a Blue Jacket fan, Jason Priestess. Jason, what's going on, brother? How you doing, man? Hey, man, you guys are too kind, let me tell you right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's good to have you on, man. And uh, before we get to some Buckeye stuff, we uh, we know, but let the folks know where they can hear you on Sundays because uh, you guys just got something off the and ground Wednesdays. here. And Wednesdays. yes. That's right. We uh Right on 97.1, Sundays, 9 to 11 a.m., Joshua Perry, myself, Chris Lauterbach, have a new show called The Final Whistle, kind of doing uh, next-level game recaps uh, the morning after the game while it's still fresh. And then, of course, on Wednesday nights, uh, 8 to 9 p.m., we have the 11 Warriors Radio Hour, also on 97.1. Yeah, so definitely go check those guys out there. Go check them out at Priestess on Twitter right now. And I, I just overall stuff, I think we got to start with, the quarterback Dwayne Haskins because I think he's kind of been the headline story um, outside all the drama that's been surrounding the program this year but just how impressed have you been with the quarterback this year because we heard we knew the hype uh, was a very real thing coming out of the Michigan game last year but I think some people were waiting to see whether he'd live up to it to me he definitely has but for you where are you right now with Haskins yeah I I think uh, you know I think I entered the season thinking he'd be pretty good and he actually was better than I thought he was going to be which is, uh, you know, if you can get that out of your quarterback, that's always great. He's, uh, you know, kind of taken a couple of lumps the last couple of weeks. He's still been very good. He just wasn't as, you know, you know, red hot as he was to start the season. And, you know, getting into colder weather, some conditions, you know, maybe a little bit of fatigue from the first full season as a starter. But man, he's been outstanding. Can't say enough good things about the guy. So, Jason, when, uh, you know, you go back and, I listened to some of the final whistle on Sunday, and you guys were diving into really, you know, the fine details of the game against Michigan State. An ugly, ugly 26-6 to win. I mean, Michigan State's offense wasn't able to do anything. I mean, outside of the 47-yard run from Rocky Lombardi, I think they had 53 total uh, on the day. Ohio State gets out of East Lansing with a big-time win. Uh, but I think, you know, for me, maybe the, the biggest thing that I took away from that game was just that, you know, the offensive line I don't think was great, but I think Mike Weber – uh, was really, really a standout player in that game. We know it was a homecoming for him. We got another homecoming game, and Dwayne Haskins going back to Maryland this week. Uh, so for you, what stood out the most watching this team against Michigan State and diving back into every kind of fine detail? What stood out the most to you uh, that said that this Ohio State offense was as productive as it needed to be on Sunday? Uh, you you hit the nail on the head with Weber. He, you know, he was great. A lot of tough running uh, yards, a lot of yards after tackles up there. I mean, Michigan State, you're not going to get, uh, like Urban said it this week, you know, you're not going to get gaping holes against that defensive line. So he ran really well. Um, just in the sense, you know, the offense played well enough to get a tough road win in November in bad weather. You know, uh, that game took a lot of heat on Twitter for, you know, the punts and whatnot. But, man, <laughs> it's, a, it's a tough win, you know. Yeah. Like, it, that's, that's a number 18 team. Very good football team, Michigan State, full of Ohio kids. So they're playing with an edge anyway against Ohio State. And 
you know, I'll take 26 to six all day, any day. And, you know, I, I guess it's kind of disappointing to see so many people just write it off and not even want to give Ohio State credit for that win, you know, on the national scene, it seems. Yeah, Jason Priest is joining us here, the founder of 11 Warriors. And I think another narrative that came out of the game that had a lot of Buckeye fans uh, very intrigued was the Tate Martell effect. And I think uh, we all know if Urban had to pick a style of quarterback just based on history, I think he maybe would lean towards Tate Martell because of the RPOs and all that good stuff, how the math add, adds up with the extra blockers and things like that. Do you think that's something that they should continue to pursue in the next couple of weeks, especially uh, when the big one, uh, the big time school comes down here next week in Michigan? Yeah, I don't think it can hurt. I know Dwayne's not super, super fond of it, and I get that. But, uh, you know, they, the team was having trouble running the ball in the red zone in short yard situations. And for whatever reason, as good as Dwayne is throwing the rock, he's just he looks a little awkward running the ball sometimes. And Tate gives the team, you know, like you said, that numbers edge. You know, it was, it was cool to watch the game and watch his reads and watch the, the middle of the field kind of open up because they're worried about Tate on the edge. Michigan State was. So, he definitely brings something a little different. Um, you know, doses of it. Dwayne's still, the, Dwayne's still the, you know, the number one guy, obviously, but I don't think doses of take can hurt. Jason Priest is joining us, founder of 11 Warriors, also the host of the 11 Warriors Radio Hour, Wednesdays from 8 to 9, right here on 97.1 The Fan, also the host of the Final Whistle, Sundays from 9 to 11 here on The Fan, leading into Maddie's Fantasy Football Show. Uh, so, Jason, uh, I know that you know you and Joshua Perry and Chris dive into everything uh, on Sundays and on Wednesdays when you get in here, and having a former linebacker in Joshua Perry, you're going to be able to kind of dissect uh, that game last weekend, and I think this was an Ohio State defense that was ready for its time. You know, we've we've spent the majority of the season nitpicking issues, and I mean, I guess not really nitpicking issues, but going over major issues that they've had. Uh, what did you guys kind of decipher uh, on Sunday when you did your show that Ohio State did right defensively? Was it just the ineptitudeness of Michigan State's defense, or was it something schematically that Ohio State changed that they were able to execute on? Uh, I think we looked at both. You know, I'm not here to say Michigan State's got a, a great offense because they don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they certainly certainly helped the Ohio State defense. But at the same time, the Ohio State defense came out to play. If you look at Michigan State's very first series, very first play with a you know, stop in the, uh, the Jonathan Cooper and uh, someone else hit the running back in the backfield for like a two-yard loss first play. They held him to a fourth and one on their first, first uh, series of downs. And Lewerke, Michigan State's quarterback, barely converted. It got a good start, but then they forced a punt quickly after that. So they came out ready to play. They were playing downhill, it seems. I don't know if that had anything to do with more confidence, you know, with Brand, uh, Brendan White back there in safety. It was his first start, and he played well again. But it was just nice to see them play well. And uh, I think we came away with the, uh, you know, with the thought that uh, Michigan State's offense did give them a couple gifts. But at the same time, they played pretty well, too. Six points is the fewest points Michigan State scored all year. Jason, so I think the biggest storyline of the offseason is whether Urban's going to return or not. And, look, you've got the Ryan Days, the Matt Campbells of the world, all these names that you've definitely seen over the last couple of months. Um, first of all, are you buying into that? And second, if you had your choice of who would be the next Ohio State coach, who would it be? Uh, great questions. Um, yeah, I think I think Urban's coming back. I, I, I maintain that he'll be back um, all season. I don't think he goes through that that uh, dog and pony show at the uh, Longenberg Alumni House, you know, in, in August, uh, you know, just to coach one, you know, this final season. I don't think he does that. Um, so I think he's back. I think he's going to get his his cyst uh, situation, whether it's surgery or more medication, a little bit under control. But I'd be surprised to see him gone at this point. Saying that, you know, he's not going to be here forever. 
Uh, Campbell's certainly an outstanding coach. He's got Iowa State playing really well, Ohio Ties, Mountain Union. Um, and he's, uh, you know, I think with a win this weekend, they could, be, they could be into the Big 12 championship game. If I'm lining everything up correctly, it's right. Iowa State can be if West Virginia loses. I think that's uh, I think that's, that's right. what happens. I don't know though. I'm not 100 yeah. percent sure. I think you're right, but yeah, I mean he's definitely a candidate, and there's there are guys out there that, quite frankly, as is always the case, you know, may not even be on the radar. Urban was obvious last time, but Cooper wasn't super obvious when he when he got the job. Uh, Jim Trestle was way off the radar when he got the job. So you know, there could be a guy out there that. You know, we don't even know about right now, frankly. So, Jason, a uh, quick look ahead to this weekend. We know that Ohio State traveling to Maryland. Give me your final score prediction for the game uh, and your one big thing that you're going to be watching out for Ohio State to do this Saturday. Final score prediction? Uh, well, spread's 14 and a half, I think. I think they easily cover that. I'm looking at something like maybe, maybe 37 to 14, something along those lines. All right. And uh, I want to I want to keep watching the defense. You know, I, this is another game which they can they can kind of develop some positive momentum heading into the big one next week in Michigan. So I want to see, you know, how the linebackers play, how the safeties play, how Brandon White goes in his second start, things like that. All right, last question here before we let you go: If there was a snowstorm coming and you knew you'd be without any electricity, and you went to the grocery store, you you could only stock up with three snacks. What would be the three snacks Jason Priestess would stock up on to get him through a snowstorm? Oh man, uh, popcorn's one super versatile. All right. Um, let's see here. Oh man, this is a tough one. Um, these are just snacks. Like I, I don't have to worry about eating healthy here. No, no, no of course calories, not. calories. Get don't that out count. of here. Yeah. We don't want any healthy stuff. All right. Well, let's get some ice cream then. Love and then it. What uh, kind? What kind? I'm, I'm pretty. You know, I, I like. Uh, oh. Um, I like vanilla, as boring as that sounds. <laughs> I respect it, man. Do you? you know, I, can, I can toss some milk on it and make a milkshake. You know, I'm pretty simple in that kind yeah. of that. But um, I, I do like other kinds. I've been in Jerry's. Just not everything mm. they make is delicious. But so we'll go ice cream. We'll go uh, popcorn because it's versatile. And then I've got a, I got a seven-year-old in the house. I probably should get some fruit so my wife doesn't yell at me. Yeah, that's a good thing. That's the respectable thing to do. That's it's a responsible. Good Absolutely. Hey, Jason, thanks so much for hopping on with us, man. We'll direct everyone to your Twitter handle and definitely to 11 Words. We appreciate you taking some time today. Cool, man. Thanks, guys. All right, man. Have a good one. That's Jason Priestess, founder of 11 Warriors. Uh, go check him out on Twitter, at Priestess, and definitely go check out 11 Warriors. On, find them on Twitter, all that good stuff. Yeah, they're uh, just, everywhere. They're everywhere. Just Google 11 Warriors, and they'll take care of you if you're a Buckeye fan and you're not aware. All right, I want to let you know about Sling TV Beam. You don't want to watch the games. You need to watch the games. Are you sick of paying for 20 channels you never want to watch when you just want to see your team win? Sling TV is the best way to watch college football. You get $30 a month, ESPN, Pac-12, SEC, and more. No useless channels, no long-term contracts, no hidden feeds. Cancel at any time. Sign up for Sling TV and get a seven-day free trial. Locked On listeners can get their seven-day free trial by going to Sling.com slash locked on. That's sling.com slash locked on. We'll be back in a second. You are locked on Buckeyes. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcasts locked on. Don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea. Harvey, I'm going to ask you a question. Do you want urban okay. sound right here, or do you want Dwayne Haskins draft news right here? Give me um give me the Dwayne draft. Well, this is interesting because you and I have been mm-hmm. very adamant about going to get the bag. Right? Of course. Go get the coin if it's course, there for man. you. Um, and the quarterback class right now isn't great, right? Is that fair to say? Yeah, it's solid. It's okay. It's it, solid. It's not great. So 
This is coming from Matt Miller. If you're a draft person, you definitely know who mm-hmm. Matt Miller is from Bleacher Report, and he's starting to unravel some of these mock drafts because the season's starting to wind down a little bit. So this is where uh, he really hones in on what he gets to do. So um, this from 11 Warriors, they pointed out that in the latest mock draft from Matt Miller, there was no Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, And it wasn't because he's not talented enough. We know that he's definitely a baller. But the quote from the mock draft was, Ohio State's Dwayne Haskins is not listed as school sources do not believe he will enter the 2019 NFL draft. Interesting. Very interesting, right? Because of what we just talked about a couple seconds ago about how you've got, yes, the Will Greer, the Drew Locks. Uh, I can't remember the kid's name from Duke. He's been getting a lot of love lately, the quarterback from Duke. But, I mean, Herbert for, has had an up and down year. The You're town. saying, I, I read that whole article by Matt Miller and they said that Herbert looks like he's going to come back for it, his senior year. Exactly. So that's all in play. So for me, if I'm Dwayne Haskins, yes, I don't have a ton of experience, but I think the money would be enough to sway me to go to the NFL, especially when you put in the paperwork and you get the reports back and all that stuff that those guys can do. And you know Urban and the coaching staff, they talk to scouts are there all the time. They're there all the time, right. so he knows where he's at right now. But I think from Dwayne Haskins, if he decides to come back, I don't think it's a risk because I think his talent, he'll only be a better player next year. But there is going to be a difference possibly of being maybe the number three pick this year as opposed to next year. If you come back, maybe your top bottom 20 in the first round. Who knows? I still think he'll definitely be a top tier first round draft pick next season. But this was very interesting because Matt Miller's as as dialed in as it comes when it comes to draft stuff. And he's hearing right now uh, that school sources do not believe he will enter the 2019 draft. So that's a big part right there being not sources that he's just hearing rumblings from around people that are in the college football world. It's coming from Ohio State that he's hearing that Dwayne may be back next year. Yeah, the interesting thing, and uh, you know, Tim Hall and I talked about it on the Buckeye Show last night on the fan. Uh, this report came out yesterday, and we were talking about the same thing. And you know, Timmy illustrated something very interesting to me is that, um, and I don't know if the Eleven Warriors guys pulled it or whatever, but there hasn't been a player in the NFL, a quarterback, win a Super Bowl. Uh, I don't think I, I I don't even know a year what year he gave me to play just one season in college football. You know, until and this is, Mitch this year. Until Mitch, that's right. <laughs> Ten God coming to a city near you. But uh, yeah. So you know, you look at this stuff, Maddie, and you know we've both been on the train that if you can go to the NFL draft, do it because you know you see the Cardale Jones situation, yep. or not not even I don't even want to say situation like it's a bad thing. But if you go back in the time machine and you flip back to 2014 after he completed that miraculous you know three game stretch that he had like he was the hottest name on the planet yeah. and for him to come back and who knows what he could have been in the NFL if he were to be drafted that high you know I, I don't know exactly with that but then he slides next year he didn't get the starting job him and Barrett split time uh, so it's an interesting scenario for Dwayne Haskins um, but you know I'm never going to knock a kid for either decision that they make whether they want to come back to school whether they want to go pro listen man that's your life you have to make those tough decisions uh, but listen you know on the other hand you know what I'd love to have Dwayne back absolutely man this guy's putting up silly numbers he's going to shatter every single Ohio State single season record he's going to break the touchdown record this weekend at Maryland he's going to break the yards in a season this weekend at Maryland and so you look at a guy like this and say you know it's weird because why wouldn't pro scouts be interested in him or why would he be interested in returning to school and some people just love their college time man you know I know a lot of these guys too they decide to go to the NFL early not only because they can get themselves out of a situation but they can get friends and family out of some situations that they grew up in and um, you know it seemed that Dwayne has had a pretty good good family life good upbringing yeah 
up in the DMV area in Maryland. And so if you want to come back to school, I'm all for it, man. Yeah. Uh, but you're going to have to make those decisions. And I'm sure that, you know, Matt Miller is mo- way more plugged in on the issue than I am. Mm-hmm. No, you and me both. And look, Dwayne may be looking at this from a whole different lens than we are. He may be saying, I know I'm not ready. I, those right. are grown men in the NFL. Exactly. I know I'm not ready. He may know, hey, I'm a good player. But right now, I'm, not I'm an elite yet. college player. I'm sure. not ready to go to the NFL. You and I know. It's and I all... want to get my fair shot. Exactly. Because we know how you know how quick we are to judge people. I mean, look at Jared Goff in his first year. Yes. Didn't play a game, was inactive. Bust. 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 Biggest bust of all exactly. time. This guy, Jared Goff, who they traded up. Just wait. Yes. Let the sucker simmer for a little bit. Yes. One of the leading candidates for NFL MVP behind Patrick Mahomes yep. this year. My God. Let it simmer. I yes. love him too. Man. Uh, how do you not love Patrick Mahomes? But no, that's the thing. And even with Patrick Mahomes, he sat out a year in the NFL. This isn't a guaranteed thing. As soon as you right. get to the NFL, you're going to be a Baker. You're going to be a Josh Allen. Uh, you're going to be a Sam Darnold and get your crack at it right away. But no, if he wants to wait this thing out, the NFL is not going anywhere. It's going to be there. All right. the money's going to be there. I just think the biggest thing that you have to hope and pray for is the health thing because we've seen. First-round talents in the last couple of years, Jalen Smith, Jake Butt, some of these guys um, really have their stock affected because Marcus of the injuries. Lattimore Marcus running back from uh, South Carolina. Yes, shattered his legs. So yeah. sad when you see stuff like that. So that's the only thing that you have to worry about. But with a quarterback, I think there's a bit, a slighter risk being because we've seen Haskins. He's not a great runner. He's going to stay in mm-hmm. the pocket, and if the old line can protect him, he'll have a really good chance uh, to stay healthy throughout the rest of the remainder of the season. So just wanted to bring that up because I know that's going to be a big deal this offseason with Urban and Haskins. What's going to go on? You and also, pre- not even that. It's what does Tate do then? What does Tate do exactly? Because then, yeah, that starts the whole storyline again with the Burrow kind of thing. Is he going to wait it out? Look, Tate, we've heard from Urban. We've heard from Priestess. All these guys know that Tate has been frustrated because he hasn't been able to play. Dwayne has been a bit frustrated because Tate is eating at his playing time a little bit. So that's definitely sword there. Yeah, there's definitely something there, and I'm glad you brought that up. That's there's so that's what I'm saying, Beam. There's this so much season. Yeah. There's I know. so much that's going to happen in my mind as far as who's going to be here, who's not going to be here. It's going to be fascinating. But before Beam lets you know about Sling TV, I just wanted to play a couple Paris Campbell clips here. Here is uh, him talking about the quarterback and how he's grown since the Oregon State game. Well, the difference to me, I don't think it's been anything. Uh, physically or anything skill-wise because, I mean, everyone knew that Dwayne could throw the ball. Everyone knew that he had talent. I think more of what I'm seeing and liking of him developing into a leader, um, his leadership just continues to develop. And I think being a quarterback, um, whether that's here or the next level, you're going to need to be that leader. That's such a big thing right there. The last part where he talks about going to the next level and being a leader. Because here's the thing. Dwayne Haskins is, what, 21, 20, 21 years old? yeah. Young cat. When you go to the NFL and you step into that huddle, you're dealing with 32, 34-year-old grown men sure. who have kids and mortgages to pay and all that stuff. And if you're not that dude, if you're not a grown man, if you're not ready to be a leader, that's not going to go well. So if he also needs to know that he needs to come back and work on his leadership, um, it's just a whole nother beast, man. When you go to the league and you go into that locker room and they know that you're the CEO of the company, of they're going to pay you tons and tons of money to be the face of a sure. franchise. If you're not ready for that, you do need to come back for a it whole other year. can swallow you, man. Exactly. So we know the talent is there, and obviously he's going to get better, but that's a great point that Paris brings up because, man, that is really a real thing, and you know friends um, that have played in the NFL. I have a couple of friends that played in college and got their crack in the NFL for a long time, and you hear some of the stories um, that come out of that beam. Man, there you better not be a punk in those locker rooms, especially no. if you're the locker room, because they will make you fold very quickly. The best way that I can describe it, Maddie, is that you know from the interactions that I've had for people who played in the league – it's just that if you're not if you're not going to be like the grade A number one A alpha dog on the team, yeah. you need to just 
do your work and be silent. Like go in there and slip out of there like nothing ever happened. Yes. Like make sure nobody really notices you outside of the <laughs> right. practice field in the meeting rooms. Right. Make your make your hay known in there. Yep. Don't cause any trouble. Don't you know get on anyone's nerves. Mm-hmm. Go in, go out, and make sure uh, that everything's all right. But you're right. You know, Dwayne, if that's something he needs to work on, if he knows he needs to work on his game, I can't fault him for uh, really anything that he's going to do this offseason. Maddie, let me tell you about our guys from Sling TV. You don't want to watch the game you need to watch the game. Are you sick of paying for 20 channels you never watch when you just want to see your team win? Well, Sling TV is the best way to watch college football. For $30 a month, you can get ESPN, Pac-12, SEC, Big Ten, and more. Stream it on your big screen and all of your favorite devices. Sling TV gives you the live TV that you loved, except it's only better. There are no useless channels, no long-term content contracts, no hidden fees, and you can cancel it at any time. Sign up for Sling TV and get a seven-day free trial. Locked On listeners can get their seven-day free trial by going to sling.com slash locked on. That's S-L-I-N-G dot com slash locked on. Go to Sling TV and check our guys out. This is Locked On Buckeyes, your team every day. All right, so um, we spent a lot of time on the football squad. There's a hoops game tonight. There is. This is the battle of, how do I want to phrase this? The coach that was promised that never happened. Does that make any sense? Yeah, I get it. Because D- McDermott was almost the dude here. Remember they right? were sent. I mean, remember in a time, you know, was it last June or last July? Yeah. You know, when Thad was let go, uh, let go of his duties here, and Ohio State employed an all-out search to find mm-hmm. a college basketball coach, which they needed to do. You know, we were like private jet tracking Ohio State and people from the Rickenbacker right, airport. Right, right. And there was news that like, oh, Ohio State's flying somewhere to meet up with Billy Donovan and right. like all these crazy, you know, yeah. things. And ultimately, Ohio State ended up getting the right guy. Yes, you know, you do, look course. at Chris Holtman, man, what this dude has done here at Ohio State. I know it's been a short term thing. I know it was just one year, but this is a team that was picked 11th or 12th in the Big Ten last year. They finished second. They were one game away from being the Big Ten regular season champs. You had a hell of a comeback against Gonzaga. You almost made it to the Sweet 16 and a team where nobody thought could do anything. So now you head to uh, Omaha, Nebraska to take on the Creighton Blue Jays and Greg McDermott. That building is going to be feverish. Uh, Public service announcement to every Ohio State fan who is watching that. Watch what Creighton basketball fans do. Support this team like they support theirs. Go out to the shot. Go fill that stadium and watch this basketball team play. They have done everything right in the past couple of years. They need your support. Get over to that building when they get back in town and go support this basketball team. Here's Chris Holtman talking about this uh, talented Creighton basketball squad. They're young like we are. Um, I I think they'll be an NCAA tournament team. they have a lot of young pieces. They had some really key injuries last year that um, that kind of impacted them, uh, even though they still went to the tournament had a really good season. But uh, I think Greg's got a really good group, um, a lot of talented young, uh, young players, uh, gifted backcourt, good depth inside, terrific shooting, and they're always a team that's well coached. And you mentioned the atmosphere being that because it, it is going to be jumping tonight, and these are what the Gabbett games. And look, I watched yeah. Michigan just wipe the floor with Villanova yesterday. But I that, also saw Zion just obliterate a basketball. Yeah. My goodness, um, Deuce, <laughs> uh, unreal. But Michigan oh, is going to be really, really good too. But um, no, I just think because of what we saw Beeman in the Cincinnati game with yeah. them going into a very hostile environment. Uh-huh. 
I think they're going to be handling it well tonight. They're two and a half point favorites on the road, which is mm-hmm. a good thing that you know Vegas believes in this Ohio State team, and they know they're pretty darn good. So no, I'm encouraged by that because the young guys didn't fold. Right, that was the big thing. Yeah. How was Luther Muhammad? How was Dwayne Washington? How are those guys going to play? Even Keyshawn Woods, he's a new guy, right? You don't sure. know how that's going to work, but a new yeah, guy with great beard and uh, how yeah. that's going to work under Chris Holtman's system. So no, I think those guys will be fine. I can't wait to watch Luther Muhammad tonight. You know that's my guy. Um, bring up the quote. What did he say about defense? Because I think he this said, is such a um, big thing. He said about guarding the the cat from uh, IU per Fort Wayne. Yeah. Uh, he said, basically, he was like, listen, man, you know, I like playing defense as much as uh, the next person, but basically if I go out and score 20 points and I limit you to 20 points, well, basically I, you didn't, you didn't score at all right. on me then. And yeah. I love that love mindset, it, man. man. What that did dog he, in him. I think he scored what? 12 points, yeah, something like 12 that. points yeah. in the last game that he allowed the other person to score 16. Yeah. You're looking at it. It's like, all right, you only allowed him to score four points exactly. technically on you. So, uh, no, man, this this young dog mentality yeah. of this team I think is going to be so fun to watch. And Creighton is usually a team, Maddie, that, uh, you know, they start out slow mm-hmm. uh, and then they build kind of towards the end of the year. So if you get this win tonight, you've got true road wins against Cincinnati Huge. and Creighton. That's going to be looked on in, in great favor on the committee's behalf if yes. Cincinnati holds up there into the bargain, which I believe that they will. They're mm-hmm. a nasty team. If Creighton ends up going on a nice little run, getting into the tournament, you'll have two road wins against tournament teams earlier on in the season. Uh, but yeah, man, I can't be more excited for this Ohio State basketball team. Last clip here for today before we get out of here. Here's Keyshawn Woods talking about the vibe that the young freshmen bring. Those guys, they they competitors. Like Luther's fire, Dwayne's fire. Like every day they come in with energy. Like if we if we down, they come in hyping everybody else up, you know. I mean, you know, they're freshmen, you know, they wanted they hype at all times, got so much energy. But the good thing about them is they want to win, they want to do the right thing at all times, and they, they're good players. Great to hear because this is a guy that's a veteran player in the college basketball world. He's seen a lot of guys, and you mentioned right there, man, the energy is always a big thing. Yeah. Whether it's work, whether it's playing on sports team. Anything. Man, you bring a good vibe, good energy to what you do, it's usually going to be a good day. And to hear that those guys – aren't just wiltering or being quiet because they're young freshmen and they just kind of feeling the process out. They've come in, man, from what I've seen, and you're hearing it from one of the uh, veteran leaders right there, man, that these guys aren't scared of the moment. I they're love not that. scared of the moment, and they are going to play with edge every single game. Dwayne Washington, great job shooting the rock mm-hmm. in the last game. We know what you're going to get from Luther Muhammad. Can they take that on the road? That's going to be another test. They did it against Cincinnati. I feel good about it. I think the Bucks are going to get this thing done tonight, and I think we're going to come in here tomorrow on a Football Friday talking about a nice little win for the Buckeye Hoops yeah, team. Yeah, me too. I'm with you, Matty. You talk about you know Dwayne Washington, guys like Jadon D, uh, Luther Muhammad. Imagine next year oh my when goodness. you deliver Carton, on, man. Gaffney, Liddell. Those guys came in with those same dog mentalities. Yep. That mentality of like, listen, man, I'm a wolf. I'm out here to eat my prey. Dire wolves. I mean, you got a bunch of dire wolves circling around <laughs> yes. Columbus, Ohio with this basketball team. Yeah, Get ready, man. The Chris Holtman era is uh, beginning on a great foot. It's definitely beginning. And you mentioned Alonzo Gaffney. He did sign his letter of intent. And Woo! so we're just, uh, look, man. Get those suckers in. That's what Get I'm them saying. in. Sign, Get seal, them in. delivered. You talk about these young cats with Washington, Lede, Muhammad. You get a turnover with these cats coming in next year. Caleb come back next year. Come on, man. This team's going to be scary. Chris Holtman, they got it right. Yeah, This they is did. the dude. They got Good it job. right. What do you got Good going job, on? Good job, Gino. Nothing. Uh, Rooting against the Packers. I know that. Yeah, you got a big Buckeye basketball game tonight. Pack at the Seahawks. Go Hawks and be done in the 12th man apparel tonight. Doing everything that I can to cheer <laughs> against the Night King and Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I got Aaron Jones going tonight, so I need him to uh, ball out. Uh, I get Seattle. You can get it somewhere else. No, because I need that tonight, and I need you, your defense to allow Dalvin Cook to at least give me 85 no. yards no. and a touchdown. That's, you guys can still win it's the game. It's not happening. Help your boy get out. Get over it. 
right. It's not happening. I'm sure we'll talk about this Stay more tomorrow. Stay off the <laughs> NFC North teams unless it's the Bears. That's my advice to you. We got to get out of here. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Peace.